episode of Short Tori on Talk Talko. This week's episode, Birth of a King by Spiff. The rain poured down heavily, as though the floodgates of the heavens had been opened. It hardly rained at this time of the year. Why would the gods make it rain? Perhaps it was a sign. A bad omen for what was about to take place. If the downpour continued at this rate, the Euphrates would overflow and they could not afford another flood. Not at this time. Nabopolassa stood at the edge of the stone-carved balcony in his chamber, watching the storm wreck havoc across the city. His mind filled with anxiety, his wife had been with the maiden mother since sunset. Surely she should have put to bed by now. What is going on in there? All he could hear were screams. He tried not to let himself think something had gone wrong. He shrugged slightly at the thought. He couldn't imagine the thought of anything happening to his beloved Diana, or worse, anything happening to his first child. He had fought in over a hundred battles, faced the threat of death more times than he could even count. But it could not be compared to the emotions he was going through now. He would much rather face a thousand swords. He heard one of the servants say earlier, Childbearing on a stormy night like this means the gods are battling in the heavens to decide if the spirit should be released to the earth or to remain in the spirit realm. Nabopolassa hardly believed in the gods. He had always believed men and only men shaped their destinies. The gods were fables made by powerful men to terrify their enemies and control the poor and the weak. As far as he was concerned, the gods symbolized men's unbelief in themselves. Suddenly, an abrupt flash of lightning traveled through the sky. It seemed to touch the ground in the distance. Within a few seconds, there was a loud bang. It took him back to his childhood and reminded him of how scared he was of thunder as a boy growing up, running to his mother and how she would console him, telling him it was the sound of the gods beating their drums of war. A loud scream came from the next room where Diana was. His mind began to race again. From the sound of her screams, he could tell his beloved was in excruciating pain. He feared for her life. He looked up to the dark sky. He had never prayed to the gods in his adult life. But at this moment, he decided he was going to give them a try. He let himself believe they could help him. After all, they seemed to help the countless men and women who troubled them with their desires on a daily basis. Perhaps they will hear him, and under his breath he said, Marduk, creator of all, Tammuz, mother of all, preserve Diana, the love of my life, and preserve my firstborn child. In a matter of seconds, he noticed something in the sky that marveled him. He could not believe what he was seeing, but after three blinks, he realized it was real. A streak of light flashed through the night sky, falling to the ground. The Chaldeans called it Dramunda, 
very few men get to see it in their lifetime. Only those truly favored by the gods. It was said to signify the birth of a star on earth. Tears began to fill his eyes. He realized that this was the gods' answer to his prayers. Diana was not going to die, and she was going to give birth to a child that would do great things on the earth. He believed with all his heart. He felt a huge weight drop from his shoulders. The gods had answered his prayer, and they had earned his respect for this. He would not become a priest or spend waste his days praying in the temples, but he would acknowledge them to himself within in everything he did. They had helped him in his time of need, and he would return the favor. There was a knock on the door. Come in, Nabopolassa said under his breath. The door opened, and one of the maiden mothers walked in. Her grey robe was stained with blood. Nabopolassa was no stranger to the sight of blood, but this moment was very different. He felt a chill go down his spine. The lady bowed and gave him a comforting smile, as though she knew he needed it. She said, "Lady Diana has given birth to a boy. You can come and see him now, my lord." He smiled and gave the maiden mother a big hug, squeezing her tightly. From her reaction, he could tell he caught her by surprise. Maiden mothers were not used to getting hugs from generals very often. Nabopolassa walked into the room. He could hear the crying of a baby, his boy, his first-born son. He rushed to Diana. She was fast asleep. Two maiden mothers surrounded, one patting her forehead with a damp cloth, and the other cleaning the blood stains on her body. She was very strong and needs a lot of rest, one of the maiden mothers said. Not many women survive such a strenuous childbirth, but with such complications, my lord, even children hardly survive. The gods were extremely merciful. I feel your son is destined for great things. Dabopolasa had no doubt the gods had intervened and saved their lives. They showed him the proof with a sign in the heavens, but he was going to keep that to himself. That was their secret. He walked over to the chief maiden mother. She was nursing his newborn son, wrapped in all white linen cloth. He was so small. She smiled and handed him to Nabopolasa. He couldn't describe his feelings at that moment. He held him in his hands, and at that moment, he realized no throne, no land conquered. No treasures in the world could ever give him the satisfaction he felt at this moment. He had created life with the woman he loved most in the world. The storm had subsided, and the night sky was crystal clear, adored with stars. Nabopolassa admired the stars with his son in his arms. He looked at the red, flushed face of his son, who was staring right back at him. He looked into the boy's eyes, and they were full of wonder. And so much fire. It was at this point he realized he was truly going to do great things. Nabopolassa raised him up and committed him to the gods, saying, "Nabu the Great, protect my firstborn. 
Only the gods can preserve your great destiny, my son, and I seal it in your name. Thus, he was named Nebuchadnezzar. You can follow us on Twitter at OG Talko Talko, Facebook at Original Talko Talko, and IG at Original Talko Talko. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.